0: Hi and welcome to the No More Sleepless podcast. I'm happy you're joining me today. My podcast is designed to help you fall asleep as I provide you with some tips on getting better sleep, distract you from your own thoughts by rambling about things currently happening in my life and we end every episode with a bedtime story. Take a few deep breaths, relax, enjoy the episode and most importantly, have a good night. Hi there, welcome to the No More Sleepless podcast. I know you've heard me say it plenty of times, but I am so excited to have you here with me tonight. It just uh, fills me with joy and that's the whole purpose for me to make this uh, podcast because I want to have you guys out there listening and hopefully you find some of the tips and tricks that I'm sharing here beneficial and hopefully this podcast helps you fall asleep so I'm not just making this for myself to put it out online I'm not listening to it myself obviously or I don't know if it's so obviously but I can't listen to myself to fall asleep I have a lot of different podcasts I'm listening to so I'm just hoping some of you out there find it beneficial and I'm always very happy when you're joining me Uh, Today's topic is going to be about how to energize and um, recharge yourself after restless nights. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. I just um, wanted to acknowledge a little bit that we are in very unusual times right now. The pandemic is still affecting us worldwide and different ways and at different levels and i'm not saying this to stress you out right now about that or make you anxious about it but i just want to acknowledge it and i want to let you know that i sympathize with you and whatever position you're in right now or however this is affecting you in whatever way and i want you to know that you're not alone alone in this right now i know this affects us all in different ways and levels and um I'm just here with you guys and I hope this is something that can help you at least fall asleep a little bit better. In the last two episodes we spoke about some techniques that can help you with stress management like meditation and breath work and those can also help you fall asleep a little better and with everything that's going on right now and a lot that has been changing and a lot of things that we need to somehow process and adjust to and even face different situations and challenges, a good night's sleep and a good nutrition and just focusing on your mental and physical well-being are a good basis to have so you can just show up in the best way possible every day and you can energize from the sleep you're getting at night, from the nutrition that you're having just to be able to face all those challenges we're dealing with right now. You might be familiar with that saying, um you can't pour from an empty cup. So I just want to emphasize that that you need to try and focus on yourself as well with everything that's going on so you can provide for your family, so you can provide for yourself, so you can provide for your community. So Now that being said, how about we take some deep breaths together, relax a little bit uh, before we get started and dive into this episode. So I'll just take some five deep breaths with you and I hope you'll join me just to unwind a little bit, get ourselves ready for sleep and for this No More Sleep This episode, so Here we go. You can just lay your hand on your tummy if you want to and just feel how this breath is filling up your body, your tummy. Um, Feel your stomach rise as you take a deep inhale and then slowly feel how your um, breath is leaving your body. So here we go. feel free to even let a little sigh out as you take another deep breath I hope you've still been breathing along so let's take a deep breath in and then take a deep breath out with a sigh and now take another deep breath in and just feel how all tensions that have come in or you've been carrying around with you throughout the day are just slowly releasing and how this calm and peace is coming all over you and take one more deep breath in and one more deep breath out so I hope this helped a little bit get, get you in a calm state of mind and please feel free to you know take some more deep breaths as you go just To the feeling that you feel satisfied and feel a little calmer, or just feel free to get back to your normal breath pattern again. But I think that that was a nice little exercise, and that's something I'd recommend you do just frequently as we start this episode. I think I say it in the intro just take a deep breath, and now that's, um, I don't know what I say word for word but I know it. say something about taking a deep breath so feel free to always do that as you listen to this episode just as I'm going on in the first couple of minutes to just say take some deep breaths to um, go ahead and you know relax a little bit and unwind I know the current situation has been affecting a lot of people's sleep and I know a lot of you out there struggling to sleep right now and In today's episodes, I just want to give you some tips on how to make it through the next day after a restless night or even after a row of restless nights. So the number one and the most important thing is do not stress about it. I know that might be easier said than done, but stressing about the sleep will only lead to you struggling more with stressing about it because you have it at the back of your mind. You might be laying in bed and it's just subconsciously that you're feeling anxious about how is this night going to be? Am I going to get enough sleep? And um, that will just make it harder for you. It's just a vicious cycle. The more we stress about sleep, the more the stress will keep us from actually sleeping. You might get anxious about it and you start not trusting yourself that you can't sleep. So that's my number one and most important tip is just to try relax about uh, sleep, about that topic and don't stress about it. And uh, I know I'm here and I'm trying to create a lot of awareness on sleep and the importance about sleep, but I don't want you to stress about it. So you'll find some tips on sleep. Um, Within all my episodes, in my podcast episodes, you'll find some tips and tricks on my website. You'll find lots of tips and resources on my Instagram. And I'll also be reviewing some of my favorite books and resources as we go along. I think I've said it uh, uh, before and I have it on my website. If you feel like you're struggling with insomnia and it's been a longer pattern... Pattern You might try and seek some medical help that might be in terms of some counselor or some therapist just to work through some underlying um, concerns or issues that are keeping you from sleep, some stresses or anything like that. Or it might be just making sure there's nothing physically underlying that um, will keep you from sleeping. If you're looking in different resources and so on, I would just recommend you to be mindful about what you're um, taking in because there might just be some um, books or even some resources out there that might just lead to a lot of additional stress where, you know, there's a long list of all the effects that lack of sleep can have on you and then you start just feeling more anxious about any health concerns or anything that can lead to that. So again, just to reiterate again on that, my number one tip is just to try not to stress about it a bit night of sleep or um, not getting enough sleep that one night is what it is. And even if it's a row of uh, some you know restless nights, just accept it for what it is and that is a good st- starting point to start sleeping better. And then, as I said, you might want to look into some tips and tricks to implement just to set you up for a good night's sleep, but don't stress about it. All right, so that's my number one tip after restless night. Don't stress about it. and hopefully, you can just um, look at this whole topic of sleep with a little less stress associated to it. So then, my tip number two is: after restless night, the first thing you want to do is hydrate. So aim for a big cup of water right after you wake up. Maybe even squeeze some fresh lemon or lime juice into it, and um, that will set you up for a good start into the day. Our body's in a state of dehydration after a long night. And I would recommend, even if that might be your first inclination, to go for the coffee, to hold off the coffee for now and get a lot of water into your system first to hydrate again. So that's my number two tip hydrate and make sure you try and hydrate a lot throughout the day just to um, give your body, our body just functions on water, that's a big part of how our body is made up so even if you're inclined to go for the coffee first thing in the morning and maybe for a lot of coffee throughout the day, hold off of that a little bit and make sure you are getting plenty of water in your system if you have a cup of coffee maybe make sure you're drinking a cup of water at the same time or have it with you so you are keeping your hydration levels high. Then uh, a big one of my little tricks that I like to do is if I haven't gotten enough sleep, I will go for a cold shower. So that might sound a little extreme uh, for a lot of you that are not used to cold showers but this will re-energize you, you will feel fresh, awakened, you will feel (laughs) you'll feel all sorts of feelings after a cold shower trust me. If that sounds a little extreme what I like to do is actually I'll start out with a warm shower or maybe even a hot shower get you know all leather up with soap and everything and then afterwards or even if I'm washing my hair I'll do that with a hot shower first and then I'll start alternating between warm water and cold shower uh, cold water so I might aim and I m- might work my way up for to just go for like 30 seconds, a minute or something on the cold water. You don't need a timer, just whatever, how long you can stand being on the cold water, and then alternate it with warm water. And you'll notice as you start alternating between hot and cold water that you don't need to have that warm water as warm anymore afterwards. And then I would just always end with cold water. What I do recommend is as you're going through that cold uh, water, uh, just to take some deep breaths, and that will help you get through it and it's just a great way to energize after a rough night and you'll feel very revived and afterwards if you do have a shower handle so you don't have just a shower head but you have a handle I would recommend that you start with your external limbs so start on the right side work your way up from your toes up to your right leg then do so on the left leg and then your right arm left arm and then work towards your heart So that's just a tip. You can look into alternating showers if you're more interested in that. But if you don't have a shower handle and you just have the shower head, don't worry about it. Another option if you are not showering in the morning, if you took a shower in the night, which I typically do a lot as well as just taking a hot shower in the evening is I might just go and have a splash of ice cold water in my face for several minutes have some cold water running over my wrist you might even have some ice cube where you just um, you know rub it over your face just to get this little cold uh, kick or if your eyes are very swollen and puffy from the cold uh, from the You know, restless night, sleepless night, I can recommend just taking some spoons that have been in the freezer for a while and just putting them on your eyes, um, just some little teaspoons or so, or even if you have a little face mask or something that has some gel inside, there's some cooling face mask, you can put that in the freezer and then just put it on your eyes a little bit and on your head and you'll feel refreshed afterwards. So tip number four is fuel your body the right way. So after not getting a lot of sleep or not the best sleep that night, you might um, be craving a lot of comfort food. You might be craving a lot of heavy foods or anything, but that will just um, be a big, you know, challenge for your system to digest that. So you want to fuel your body in you know, what is right for your body and you hopefully know your body, know how you feel and what feels right for you in the long term. So don't think about the short term craving and the comfort food that might make you feel good in the morning, but try and fuel your body with what will fuel you, fuel you and make you feel good throughout the day. So I would avoid a uh, heavy breakfast after restless night. So I would avoid your sugary cereals, That will just lead to a quick sugar high and then a crash afterwards. I would avoid uh, heavy sausages or anything like that, but just opt for more nutritious options that um, will just fuel your body. So, for example, I like to start my morning with some fresh berries and then I'll have it maybe with some unsweetened almond yogurt or some... um, almond milk or cashew milk or anything similar. I think I mentioned it before that I don't do well with dairy, so I'll uh, stay away from that. And then I'll just top it off with a lot of uh, seeds like chia seeds, flax seeds, pumping se- pumpkin seeds, might also throw in some walnuts. If you do not like a sweet breakfast, like I do with the berries and so on, you might go for a hard boiled egg or an omelet um, as a savory option instead of, you know, adding the whole sausages and everything. Um, There's been quite some research that shows that we tend to eat more calories and make different food choices when we don't get enough sleep. So we might just be craving that comfort food. And what I noticed with myself is I just feel like this lack of energy and then I just will be eating more and more just thinking like this will energize me. So just keep that in mind that you want to provide your body with uh, food that will fuel you in a good way throughout the day. And everybody's different everybody's body is different so just opt for what you know feels good to you in the long run if you know for example I know dairy is not my friend and I know gluten is not my friend I will I'm in general start trying to stay away from that but especially in those days because I don't need anything that is inflaming my body anything my body's struggling digesting or anything similar all right. So that was my tip number four. Tip number five is if you have the time, exercising in the morning is a great way to just energize your body. You, A lot of times it feels hard to get exercise in, especially if we are feeling sluggish and tired and you're like, oh, I don't feel like this right now. But you've probably experienced it. most of the times we feel better after some exercise. It might just be hard to get motivated to exercise in that moment. But I've never, after some exercise or some movement in whatever shape and form, felt worse afterwards. It's always that you feel better afterwards. And. Exercising in the morning or um, exercising in general might look very different for everyone out there. So for some, it might be the time in the gym. For others, it might be some time outside, might be going out for a walk. It might be dancing around the house. And we'll talk to that. So we'll talk about uh, some light, dancing around the house with some music and so on. It might be, um, you know, a little bit of some morning yoga routine. So whatever it is for you, might look completely different from what it is for anyone else. But also if you exercise in the morning, it's just, first of all, a good way to energize your body, but also increasing your activity levels throughout the day, even though it might be hard, uh, especially after a night you didn't sleep so well, can lead to you sleeping better the following night. So that's uh, my tip number five, trying to exercise in the morning or increasing your energy um, or your activity levels throughout the day so you hopefully sleep better the following nights. Now, tip number six, of course, can't forget about getting lots of natural light in. And I personally like to combine that with exercising. So for me, that might be a walk with the dog in the morning where I get some light in. I get my body moving in all sorts of ways. And I'm out in nature and I always feel better afterwards. Um, If you get lots of light, natural light in in the morning, that will help you reset your internal clock and your circadian rhythm will get back on track. So as I said, a good way is to combine it with some exercising, it might just be making sure you got all your blinds open, your windows open. Um, if you're not in a weather situation where you can be outside, maybe taking your breakfast and close by the window or anything similar. I would also recommend in terms of light, to make sure you limit your bright and blue light exposure in the evening. And then hopefully, as you are focusing on that, you start sleeping better soon again. And then also a way or something you can do after a restless night or a row of restless nights is you can have a nap in the afternoon. If you are struggling or suffering right now from chronic insomnia, I would avoid taking a nap just because you want to make sure you are... Getting to a stage first where you can sleep at night well or you can sleep at night instead of getting the naps in and then you are still not getting the sleep in at night. So I would avoid naps if you're suffering currently from chronic insomnia. But other than that, a nap can be a great way to help catch up on sleep. And it can also be a great way to make it through the day. If you're just feeling miserable, just take a little nap and then feel better. I would avoid taking a nap too late in the afternoon if you're, plan- if you're typically sleeping at night. I don't know if you're working shifts or anything. But if you're sleeping at night, I would avoid taking a nap too late in the afternoon. For me personally, I am typically aiming for a um Bedtime around 10 30. That's my bedtime. So I wouldn't nap, for example, anywhere after three o'clock, maybe 2 30 at the latest. All right, so that's my tip number seven. You might need to take a nap, or you might opt to include a nap in your day if you can, if your day allows, just to make it through that day. And for me, a lot of times, a nap might be something I might incorporate on the weekends. I didn't nap at all when I was struggling with insomnia but now that I've been sleeping regularly and uh, my seven eight hours a night again a nap has not been affecting my night sleep so I'm fine with that and you know yourself you know your body so just something to look out for now let's say you had a restless night you're waking up you're feeling cranky you're not feeling your best way what better way to uplift your spirits with some music. So that's uh, one of my favorite things to do is I'll just play my favorite songs. The songs that I know will get me in a good mood. I'll feel happy. I'll feel great. I might be singing along. I might be dancing along. And that's just uh, something that can lift up your spirits in no time. So you might just play some music as you're getting ready in the morning, as you're getting dressed, or um, you might be dancing around the house a little bit. You might be rocking out with some music on your commute to work so that's just a great way to just um you know feel better after a night you didn't get enough sleep and you a lot of times we feel emotionally not in the best state after not getting enough sleep we might feel cranky as i said we might feel you know sluggish we might be a little more irritable so just look for ways that you know help you lift your spirit so for some that might be music and dance Uh, for others it might be just finding some way for some creative outlets it might be socializing with some friends it might be having some loved ones close by getting some extra hugs and cuddles in or anything like that so just um, you know you know yourself whatever lifts your spirit try and include that and then my last and final tip, tip number nine, I should have made those 10 tips. I'm sure I would have come up with one more, but my last and final tip, so tip number nine, we're not round, finishing up with some great 10 tips, we just have nine tips, is try to look into alternatives uh, to coffee as a stimulant. So you might be opting for a lot of coffee after restless night, but you want to make sure that caffeine is not keeping you from sleeping well the following night. So try some alternatives um, that uh, might come with a little less jitters and a little less crash. So maybe in the morning you have some green tea or some white tea or maybe even some chai tea or anything that might also have some stimulating effects but might not come with um that strong of a you know, stimulation like coffee does with a little less jitters, a little less crash, as I said. And I would definitely recommend you start avoiding caffeine in the afternoon. So maybe your cut-off time, depending when you're going to sleep, for me it would be like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. You want to make sure you won't have any caffeine in the afternoon if you are typically sleeping at night, so it won't affect your sleep in the coming night. I had mentioned it before, I've completely cut out coffee over the last two or three years or maybe even longer by now. So I might occasionally have a green tea in the morning or a white tea or anything similar, but I'm just very careful about that. And when I say um, try alternatives to coffee, I want to also make sure you are aware of any um, other items that might include caffeine, that might be your chocolate, that can be your hot chocolate as well. You will have caffeine in some... Uh, post-workout supplements you'll have caffeine and some medication if you're struggling with headaches or anything similar and then as I said also those tea options that I mentioned green tea white tea chai tea and so on contain caffeine so you want to be aware of caffeine you're taking in in the afternoon not forgetting soda of course so be aware of that so that caffeine is not keeping you from sleeping well at night all right so I have a little video actually on that on my Instagram Um, my Instagram handle is anna underscore normal sleepless so you'll find a little video with those little tips to energize after a restless night I would love to hear from you on Instagram so I would love for you to Connect with me on Instagram and just send me a little message. I, in uh, in general, just love to hear from you and get some feedback. So I hope you find this podcast helpful. I hope it's helping you get some good night's sleep. So if you haven't already, I would really appreciate you leaving me a review. Um, Connect with me. If you're not on Instagram, you can also send me an email at anna at nomoresleepless.com. So let's stay in touch. All right. So this is pretty much my tips right now on just how to energize after a restless night. And then we'll talk a little bit about my plans for today, a little bit about what's been happening in my life. And of course, we'll end the episode with a bedtime story. So I don't have a lot planned for today. I'm excited I got this podcast episode recorded and um, I'll just, I just focused on getting my podcast episodes out over the last couple of months, but haven't been able to stay on top of my blog post. So I'll be working on that and make sure you have access to the information I'm providing on my episodes also on my website, I know I mentioned a lot in the beginning that you'll have some additional information on my website on that blog post episode, but unfortunately I haven't been able to stay on top of that as much as I wanted to. So that is definitely going to be one of my uh, a focus for me over the next two weeks. And I'll try and see if I can get a blog post out on this episode today before we start falling uh, behind a little more. But if you're looking for any information that you can't find on my website yet and you're curious, feel free to email me and I'll make sure I'll get you that information you're looking for. Right now, it's just been that my focus has been on recording the episodes and getting them out to you every Sunday. And I have a lot of the details on my Instagram, so it's just make sure I turn them into some podcast block, and no, the podcast blogs into some blogs blog posts as well and yeah I've just been very excited about this project but I'm doing it on the side so it's been quite um, some additional work I'm enjoying it so it doesn't feel like work but it's just that I need to balance everything I have going on between my full-time job and family and so on and also making sure I have some time here so unfortunately my blog posts haven't been my focus so far the far the way I wanted to sometimes you just gotta see where you focus on what you juggle but um, you'll see more of those coming up soon so that is uh, one plan for today is just to get up and going and record um, or I'm saying record because I'm recording most of the time but just making sure I get some blog posts out and I've also fallen a little bit behind with recording my podcast episodes so before I was recording every weekend and I was working ahead to make sure I had some episodes recorded just because I know how it is with my life things happening Um, But the last couple of weeks I haven't gotten to recording as regularly like I wanted to just because I frequently and often suffer from migraines and they love to hit me on the weekends. It's just building up throughout the week. It's a busy week and then on the weekend a migraine hits and then I'm just spending the weekend in the bed. So... I'm very grateful and happy I got this episode. I'm recording this episode now. I took actually something for migraine this morning. Sometimes it will help, sometimes it won't. So it just depends, but it's just, um, you know, what it is at times. But I am looking forward to a little bit of some time off next week too, so I can then focus on making sure I get some episodes recorded, I get some blog posts out, and just stay on top of everything yeah, I'm very excited to some time off. It's the summer right now here and my kids are off from school and I haven't really had a lot of time with them, just with me still working full time. So I'm excited to have a week off and I'll just take that time to Um, focus on some quality time with my kids, but also just to refocus on my personal well-being, have some time to recharge. So I'm very excited about that. And it's always good to have something to look forward to and have something to be excited about, something to be grateful for. So for me right now, that is my upcoming week of uh, some time off, so I'll keep you posted about it and what we'll do. So right now it's just a plan to just have some time together, some family time, nothing big planned. I think I mentioned it before that we had a trip to Germany planned before. I'm originally from Germany and we normally like to go every year. Uh, So this fell through this year because of pandemic and everything, how it's been going on and how it's been, uh, just what's been going on and happening. So, so far, it's just been an occasional day off here or there, and I haven't really had some continuous time off. So I'm very excited about that. And I think it's going to be good just for my kids as well to just have some quality time with them since I haven't had much of that so far. Yeah, and uh, we're just planning actually to go to the mountains. It's just a two-hour drive from us, uh, and I got a little place rented, a little house there. We'll be in the middle of nowhere, literally. And it's actually a little tiny house that we rented, so that's going to be a different experience, and I'm just very much looking forward to it. I know my son hasn't had the greatest summer vacation so far. He's just been entertaining himself as we're all busy working and doing our things and he's just entertaining himself means pretty much he's been spending much more time in front of his electronics than I normally care for but that's what it's been it's just been different for everyone and we make adjustments as we go so I'm very much looking forward to that just having some time out in nature I love being out in the outdoors and going on some hikes probably and playing some board games and just quality family time, some time to puzzle and time for some talks and deep conversations with my daughter and time for some cuddles and, and so on. So I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. Just with everything that's happening right now, we just need to, you know, find the joy in what we have. And I'm very grateful for everything I have right now I'm very grateful for you I'm very grateful for the community we have here I'm very grateful for everyone who has reached out to me and for everyone I'm hearing from and I hope a lot of you find this podcast very helpful that's why I'm making it and that is what's been bringing me a lot of joy right now in my life and I really appreciate you And as I said, if you haven't already, I would appreciate hearing from you. So yeah, make sure you stop by, leave me a review, reach out, check in with me and uh, let's stay in touch beyond this. Yes. So. Of course, my plan is always that you're already fast asleep before we even get started on our bedtime story. So I hope you're all tucked in, you're comfortable in your bed, your eyes closed, and you're ready for our bedtime story. As you may know, or probably know, we're reading out of The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. We read through half of the 12th chapter last time. So that's where we're going to pick up. So, in a nutshell, I think a lot of you are familiar with the story, but I'd just like to do a little recap in case you fell asleep uh, in the last episode so you know where we're at. So, Dorothy is in Oz. Uh, she has met the scarecrow, the Tin Woodman. She has met the cowardly lion. I don't think I'm missing anyone. And they uh, are on, they made it to Oz to meet the Wonderful Wizard of Oz and are trying to um, get their wishes fulfilled. So Dorothy wants to make it back to her hometown. The Scarecrow is wishing for brains. The Cowardly Lion is wishing for courage. And the Tin Woodman is wishing for heart. So they all got the task from the Wonderful Wizard of Oz to kill the Wicked Witch of the West so that is their challenge right now Say so they branched out to find the wicked witch and the wicked witch saw them coming already and was trying to um, just um, have obstacles in their way to um, find them so in the end the winged monkeys pretty much um, attacked them, and now that is where we are continuing in our chapter 12. So, all right, in case you are not asleep yet, I already wish you a good night. I'm sure a lot of people don't hear that when I say it in the end. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we are continuing with our chapter 12. The wicked witch was both surprised and worried when she saw the mark on Dorothy's forehead, for she knew well that neither the winged monkeys nor she herself there hurt the girl in any way. She looked down at Dorothy's feet, and seeing the silver shoes, began to tremble with fear, for she knew what a powerful charm belonged to them. At first the wicked witch was tempted to run away from Dorothy, but she happened to look into the child's eyes and saw how simple the soul behind them was and that the little girl did not know of the wonderful power the silver shoes gave her. So the wicked witch laughed to herself and thought, I can still make her my slave, for she does not know how to use her power. Then she said to Dorothy, harshly and severely, Come with me, and see that you mind everything I tell you, "'for if you do not, I will make an end of you "'as I did of the Tin Woodman and the Scarecrow.' "'Dorothy followed her through many of the beautiful rooms in her castle "'until they came to the kitchen, "'where the witch bade her clean the pots and kettles "'and sweep the floor and keep the fire fed with wood. "'Dorothy went to work meekly, "'with her mind made up to work as hard as she could,' for she was glad the wicked witch had decided not to kill her with dorothy hard at work the witch thought she would go into the courtyard and harness the cowardly lion like a horse it would amuse her she was sure to make him draw her chariot whenever she wished to go to drive but as she opened the gate The lion gave a loud roar, and bounded at her so fiercely that the witch was afraid, and ran out and shut the gate again. "'If I cannot harness you,' said the witch to the lion, speaking through the bars of the gate, "'I can starve you. You shall have nothing to eat until you do as I wish.'" So after she took no food to the prison lion, but every day she came to the gate at noon and asked, Are you ready to be harnessed like a horse? And the lion would answer, No, if you come in this yard, I will bite you. The reason the lion did not have to do as the witch wished was that every night, while the woman was asleep, Dorothy carried him food from the cupboard. After he had eaten, he would lie down on his bed of straw, and Dorothy would lie beside him and put her head on his soft, shaggy mane, while they talked of their troubles and tried to plan some way to escape. But they could find no way to get out of the castle, for it was constantly guarded by the Yellow Winkies, who were the slaves of the Wicked Witch and too afraid of her not to do as she told them. The girl had to work hard during the day and often the witch threatened to beat her with the same old umbrella she always carried in her hand. But in truth she did not dare to strike Dorothy because of the mark upon her forehead. The child did not know this and was full of fear for herself and Toto. Once the witch struck Toto a blow with her umbrella, and the brave little dog flew at her and bit her leg in return. The witch did not bleed where she was bitten, but she was so wicked that the blood in her had dried up many years before. Dorothy's life became very sad as she grew to understand that it would be harder than ever to get back to Kansas and Aunt M again. Sometimes she would cry bitterly for hours, with Toto sitting at her feet and looking into her face, whining dismally to show how sorry he was for his little mistress. Toto did not really care whether he was in Kansas or in the land of Oz, so long as Dorothy was him- with him, but he knew that little girl was unhappy and that made him unhappy too. Now, the wicked witch had a great longing to have for her own the silver shoes which the girl always wore. Her bees and her crows and her wolves were lying in heaps and drying up, and she had used up all of the power of her golden cape. But if she could only get hold of the silver shoes, they would give her more power than all the other things she had lost. She watched Dorothy carefully to see if she ever took off her shoes, thinking that she might steal them. But the child was so proud of her pretty shoes that she never took them off, except at night when she took her bath. The witch was too much afraid of the dark to dare go in Dorothy's room at night to take the shoes, and her dread of water was greater than her fear of the dark, So she never came near when Dorothy was bathing. Indeed, the old witch never touched water, nor ever let water touch her in any way. But the wicked creature was very cunning, and she finally thought of a trick that would give her what she wanted. She placed a bar of iron in the middle of the kitchen floor, and then, by her magic arts, made the iron invisible to human eyes, so that when Dorothy walked across the floor, she stumbled over the bar, not being able to see it, and fell at full length. She was not much hurt, but in her fall one of the silver shoes came off, and before she could reach it, the witch had snatched it away and put it on her own skinny foot. The wicked woman was greatly pleased with the success of her trip, for as long as she had one of the shoes, she owned half the power of their charm, and Dorothy could not use it against her, even had she known how to do so. The little girl, seeing she had lost one of the pretty shoes, grew angry and said to the witch, "'Give me back my shoe!' I will not, retorted the witch, for it is now my shoe and not yours. You are a wicked creature, cried Dorothy. You have no right to take my shoe from me. I shall keep it. Just the same, said the wicked witch, laughing at her. And some day I shall get the other one from you too. This made Dorothy so very angry that she picked up the bucket of water that stood near her and dashed it over the witch, wetting her from head to foot. Instantly, the wicked woman gave out a loud cry of fear, and then, as Dorothy looked at her in wonder, the wicked witch began to shrink and fall away. See what you've done! done to me, she screamed in a minute I shall melt away I'm very sorry indeed, said Dorothy who was truly frightened to see the witch actually melting away like brown sugar before her eyes didn't you know water would be the end of me, asked the witch in a wailing despairing voice of course not answered Dorothy. How should I? Well, in a few minutes I shall be melted and you will have the castle all to yourself. I have been wicked in my day but I never thought a little girl like you would ever be able to melt me and end my wicked deeds. Look out, here I go. With these words, the witch fell down in a brown, melted, shapeless mass and began to spread over the clean boards of the kitchen floor. Seeing that she had really melted away to nothing, Dorothy drew another bucket of water and threw it over the mess. She then swept it all out the door, After picking out the silver shoe, which was all that was left of the old woman, she cleaned and dried it with a cloth and put it on her foot again. Then, being at last free to do as she chose, she ran out to the courtyard to tell the lion that the wicked witch of the West had come to an end and that they were no longer prisoners in a strange land. So this is where our chapter 12 ends, it looks like they were in the end successful, as you probably expected, and uh, they did conquer over the Wicked Witch of the West, and the Wicked Witch of the West is no more, so Dorothy is free again, and um, let's see how it continues from here. I truly hope you're fast asleep by now. I know our bedtime story was a little shorter than it normally is. But I hope you had some time to fall asleep. I hope you already fell asleep before as I was just talking about my different um, tips and tricks to go, you know, recharge yourself after a restless night and uh, if not then then maybe you fell asleep as I was just talking a little bit about my upcoming plans and everything that's going on as you know I try always to keep my episodes at about uh, some 45 minutes or so so we're close here and instead of starting now with the next chapter, chapter 13 we'll just leave it at that and um, yeah we'll just pick up here next time again I hope you join me again on the next episode of the No More Sleepless Podcast. And, um, yeah, looking forward to just spending more time with you as you go. I hope you have a week with just a lot of rest, some good night's sleep, some time where you can just re-energize, you know, look out for what is good for you and, um, Be sure to include some time to take care of yourself. So wishing you a good night, some sweet dreams. And I am, yeah, logging out with that for now. Have a good night. And hopefully you'll be joining me again next time on the No More Sleepless episode. Take care. Bye.